My name is Aram. I am the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, and welcome back for episode 19, Payback. We want to thank everyone who wrote in and recorded questions for our mailbag episode last week. I think now we'll have enough content so we can continue season one uninterrupted, and we are truly grateful that you all rallied to help us out of our recording bind. But before we get back to our actual play podcast, we have another shout out to Battle Bards. BattleBards creates unparalleled audio for all of your RPG tabletop needs, and they have generously lent us their entire catalog for use in the podcast. They have weapon sounds, spell sounds, recorded scripts for NPCs. Ah, yes, you there. You seem the sort to know how to spend a gold coin or two, and my instincts are never wrong. Fantasy languages like Elven and Orc. Tampa, Tanya. Dwarven chants. Even a war band of giants on the march. So if you want your RPG tabletop game to sound like God's Fall, check out BattleBards.com. And if you want to see maps of God's Fall, character portraits, and the layouts we are working on for the God's Fall worldbook, check out GodsFall.com. We put up new information every week that really helps flush out the details of our world and bring the podcast to life. While you're there, if you can support us in any way, we truly appreciate it. You can pledge on Patreon, pick up a God's Fall t-shirt, or send us a one-time donation through the PayPal link. If you can't donate, consider writing us a review on iTunes. Every review helps us get the podcast out in front of more and more people. It is the best way we have of promoting the show. But that's enough housekeeping. Let's get to the podcast. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level three halfling rogue. Hi, I'm Kay, and I am playing Phryne Tinuith, the high elf bard third level. Hi, I'm Steven, I play Torvik Wildtongue, the level three dwarf paladin. Hi, I'm Michael, I play Zion Preeton, a level three sorcerer human. Last week, Torvik and Doro were nearly killed as the dwarf finally learned the power of the black stone fang he had been given at the start of his journey. And I just wanna lay on the turtle and basically give him a hug. As Torvik is ripping off his gloves and opening up his armor and pressing himself flat against the neck of this dragon turtle, the fang of Ova that's on the chain around his neck presses against his flesh and the dragon turtles at once. His eyes roll back, flare, and turn those yellow cat's eyes you first saw at Steelbeard's Grove. A few thin vines snake their way out of Torvik's chin and in and around his beard as the veins beneath his skin glow and pulsate a bright green. While Zion and Para showed their true might, plowing through their elven captors and saving the Kadarian's childhood friend from further torture has her, her head shaved and she's just in a dirty rag and she's chained to the floor and she's weeping. Caitlin! And the door slams shut. A couple minutes later, you can hear her scream. All right, I force my door open. All right. 20. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna go out there and confront what we have to confront. 
and Phryone learns how not only to locate her companions, but connect with them over a distance. And then his eyes just flash, that kind of cloud, bright energy you've seen in the astral plane over and over. You have a direct connection with him. You can feel yourself on his horse. It's distracting for a second because you're on one of your own, but you recognize that it's not your horse, it's his horse, and you can feel his frustration and his anger and his pain, and then you can just feel fire. You can feel this warm, burning embrace wrapping all around you, and it feels lovely. And finally, Torvik and Doro were assaulted by men whose powers are similar to ones they had felt before. You see three crimson-robed men step onto the deck from a staircase in the rear. All three stand beardless with shaved heads and throw out their arms to reveal hands painted bright gold as they march towards you. As their hands grasp at the air in front of them, you feel a familiar force seize at your muscles and bones. It's time for a large string of bad decisions. So three of these priests, you're not 100% sure, march out of this basement and boom, two hands towards you, one hand towards you, especially you, but a little bit you, you too. You feel your muscles lock up. It is very similar to what happened with Goldilocks' grabby hands back in Poor Bliss. Here the chest. Lol to both. 14 and 17. Okay, so you slide down him pretty well, keeping the blade kind of gently pressed against his back as you go down to keep so him maintained in, yeah. con in, in control. So you kind of slide down his back and you pull out, you, you, like, like you feel along his side and he's, he's got a parchment, kind of like tucked, like a small yes. one kind of tucked, like, like something a bird Can, would carry. And you yeah. just slide it right out of his so pocket. I'm just going to make it more particular and be like, I don't want his gold, I don't want his gems, mm -hmm. I don't want his rings, I don't want his bracelets. No, you could have taken a couple of rings. Like parchments, yeah. keys. No, this was uh, the thing. Little things that look weird. Stuff you were like, looking for yeah. something that stood out, and this certainly stood out. It's definitely the tiny little parchment that a bird would carry. I take that. All right. All right. Uh, torch. So my, I'm still, my back's still toward the three Your back, but you... Felt it, so you can just basically look over your shoulder and see three guys coming towards you with their golden fists out. <laughs> the controlling aspect of it, I hate the feeling. They're definitely attacking you. Yeah, they, they yeah. hate that. Like the feeling of being controlled in, in that aspect is Fair enough. is enraging me, and I, yep. I I turn around and like just kind of like a feral roar and start charging toward them. You could easily charge the there's like one and then two off to his side. The first one's 20 feet from you. You can charge right to him. All right. Well, I'm, I'm charging and I'm swinging at him. Roll to hit. For fuck's sake. All right. That dice is gone. Uh, five. Five? Yeah. All right. So you roll to swing at the first guy. You just got his head lined right up and you come swinging around with the hammer. Two fingers go up and you just feel your arm freeze. It's locked right before you hit him, and for some reason, you just could not carry it through. All right, Henry. Yeah, what are you going to do, LaFleur? You want to get an attack of opportunity? I fucking dare you. That means you turn around, and I get to flank you, and that's a sneak attack. Do it! Yeah, that sure would mean that except he's a fourth-level fighter with defensive duelist, and he gets an action surge whenever he wants it, he's going to take it right now. All right. And he's going to fling around and try and knock your dagger out of your, out of your hand. And I need you to be the 17 with your dexterity. No. So he flings around and whing, knocks your dagger. Well, actually, roll a strength check. No. What'd you get? 
five plus one. Six. Did you have your fancy dagger out? Uh, yes. Okay. It was my last sword. Oh! That just went straight into the water. He has come around with his rapier much faster than you expected him to and knocked your dagger right from your hand and now has a dagger point. I'm sorry, has a rapier point facing towards you. Okay. Aha! The tables are turned. Use <laughs> that kind of tool bag. He would absolutely say that. Rogue priests. Priests? Okay. The priests have cast. We don't know if they're priests yet, though, right? Well, they all cast whole. Priestly they all just use magic. Are they all one group that's casting the same thing? Or no, they, they all definitely was, cast individual spells. That spell was guy. my question, actually. So, yes. Because I thought the like whole a thing combine. was only free goblins had access to That is yeah. how you've experienced now, it so far. Yes, right now these are three people. Unless they're that. all godlings that have all joined a cult and all look exactly alike and all cast the exact same spell, yes. Otherwise, this is something different. Mm. So they all cast whole person. All right, here's what's going to happen next then. So, the one in front, who's just kind of who is going to continue straight towards you, lifts his arm, and a magical shield in the shape of just like one of yours should appears on his arm as he's moving towards you. One of them points two fingers towards you. I need a dex roll. Uh, Eleven. Okay, a light simply appears in front of your eyes, and you are blinded. You are at a uh, disadvantage for the next roll. Same with you. I need a dex save. 22. Okay. You saw what happened to Torvik, and you could have ducked down, and a ball of light appears directly above you, but does not affect you. You saw it coming, and you knew a ball of light was going to appear, so you ducked. A ball of light appeared right at that moment, and Baron the floor was blinded. Perfect. Yep. Even better. Guards? Okay. The guards are now acting because everyone is separated. So six of them have moved towards you to kind of circle you along with the other guy and they basically got swords out and are like, you know, weapons down, weapons down. And the other six are doing the same to you right now. All right, um, Doro, how far away is Torvik? Torvik is 20 feet away from you. I teleport to Torvik. You disappear from where you are and appear on top of Torvik. Okay. Now that's your move action. You can take an action action too if you want to. You can't but, teleport but, again. But teleporting is a move action. But teleporting is a move action. But I can take an action action? Yes, you can. How far away is everyone? I mean, literally there are a ring of six soldiers so like 10 a, feet a away perimeter. from you. Yeah. 10 feet? The grabby hands guys are 15 feet this way and bear on the floor is 30 feet this way. Am I able to drop my caltrops in the area that we occupy? As I mean, in, just like, like around us. Sure, as long as you don't. It's like, it's like, yo, Tarvik, don't move, and you just kind of scatter them around you. Absolutely, I do that. Caltrops tumble from your palms and just land in a circle all around you. Even a couple people kind of step back as they see them bounce towards them. All right, Tarvik at disadvantage. What? What? What are you doing? What are you doing to me? What's going on? I can't see. Do you take any actions? Uh, just swinging my hammer wildly. Like, like arr, arr, get just, away! Yeah, just right? kind of. Right. Are any, is anybody close enough to... In... No, no, they're all ten feet away, so you're just kind of swinging around you as everyone's just kind of like keeping a little bit of distance from you. Okay, that's, yeah, that's my action, just... What the fuck? Jesus Christ, what? God. All right, Henry at disadvantage. Six of the guards are around him. He's just kind of on his knees, like with his hand up in the air, and the guards around him are tending to him. That, that actually worked out kind of nice that his own priest kind of blinded him. I yeah, like that. That worked out. I can walk away with that. That'll yeah. <laughs> Robes. Two of them point towards you. One of them shouts down. And one of them shouts drop. 
Okay, so one of them wants you to drop what you're holding and one of them wants you to get down. Okay. One of them shouts at you, down. As in to get down off of him, okay? okay. So I need uh, two will saves from you and one will save wisdom. from you. Yeah, sorry. I need two wisdom saves from you and All one right, wisdom so, save from you. Uh, this is for my drop the weapons. Yep. 12 plus 3, 15. You hold on to your axe. Hammer. Sorry, you hammer hold on to your hammer. Oh, my this apologies. is the one for me to drop to the floor. Yep. 16 plus 3. So. You fight off both of them. You hear them, they kind of ring like... The, it was very, it's very similar to when Phryne was shouting at Tara, when her voice kind of shifted and took on that kind of frightening quality and all of her insults kind of really rang home. It's that same kind of effect, like you feel the words impacting you, but you're ready for it. I got a 13. 13? <laughs> yeah. That is unfortunate. So as you're sitting here fighting it, the, a halfling <laughs> drops just off your shoulders, wrong. bam, right on his back wrong. on the ground, and Doro is just like turtled directly behind you. How long does command last? Is it one round? Okay, and it's was, already that was, over. That was the top of the round. Okay, exactly. So that's his. That's that's it. So he can he can still act. His exactly. Yeah. He's okay. just prone. But he has. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I had left. Guards. Guards. Okay, so you are prone on your back. So. The two guards around you are both going to try and grab you. Is my AC. 14. One guard misses you completely. Okay. Well, so what are they, they doing? They just reach down to grab him because he's down on the ground now. Grapple's uh, dex. Oh, is uh, a dex. They got to make a, a they contact make a stri- thing You make first. a strength check. Oh, he's yeah. checking to see if he's making contact. Yeah, they oh, have to make yeah, contact first. They both missed hysterically, okay. so it doesn't matter. So they both go to grab Doro, and Doro's going, ah, 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 and just like spinning on his back and dodging everyone as they're trying to grab him, ducking, bit, ducking between legs. I get up. Uh, that's going to invoke an attack of opportunity. Well, I don't really have any other choice unless I'm going to fight these people on you are, their back. You, are, you can touch Torvik from where you are. I can? Yes, you can. Oh, well then I grab his ankle, and with my... Inspiration point. You're also looking straight up into the air and can't see past the walls of the ship. Can't see over nope. through, you know nope. how the railing you are laying on the straight. ship and see through the railing. It goes up and there's a solid, and then it goes up. Can you see the crow's nest? You can see the crow's this nest is though. Where I was heading. That is exactly Fine. what you can see. So, I guess we're gonna go up there now. Okay. Did I warn him? How many attacks of opportunity would he get if he stood up? Four, because there's people all around him. Never mind. That would be a bad move. It's a pretty good DC, but yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I can only protect you against one. So yeah, I'm gonna tell Bart. Right, I would like nice. a dexterity roll from you, please. From me? No, from him. From I'm gonna me. get one from you in a second. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 23! Okay. Perfect. So you reach over, grab Torvik's leg, and you both vanish from where you are. Here at the top of the crow's nest. Now I would like a dexterity check, please, Torvik. 10. Okay. You kind of appear like leaning over the edge. Like half your body weight is already over the edge. And you're just like, oh, and you barely pull yourself up. You're oh, in. So- sorry, Torvik. I'm still learning that one. You're in the crow's nest now. And you have been spotted. So they know you are there, and they're shouting, and people are pulling out crossbows and beginning to load them. Torvik's turn, and he can see now. Now you guys are in a crow's nest, so it's got like it's 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 a bas it's a basket. If you stand up, you'd be like a half wall. If you were to duck down, you're fully protected from anyone from below. 
I mean, my turn would just be like, oh shit, what the fuck? And, you know, pulling myself back up into the into the crow's nest and stabilizing myself. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Perfect. Where are we? What are you doing? We're in the crow's nest. Good. What now? You don't have anything that explodes or catches on fire, do you? Henry can now see. Henry, perception rules for both of you, by the way. 19. Uh, it's uh, 14, 15. Okay. You guys have now, you, you're seeing from where you are, as this is all happening, that you guys have maneuvered away from the harbor and have now moved into the channel. I've totally forgot. I have plus five on perception from now on. Yes, you I? do. So that was a 20. Then you all both know <laughs> that quite well, that totally you have moved that. into the channel. Sorry, what moved into the channel? The boat. So the boat oh. was originally in the round harbor area. They told it to set off, so it has now moved into the into the channel and just picking up speed. In which way? Uh, out. So so from the middle out towards the gates. So south. Yeah, southeast. Yeah. Are we still in initiative? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well make these Henry. Shoot them! Right. And so they are right. all loading across bows and aiming and like waiting for one of your heads to pop. Well buddy, what do we do now? No, I said do you have anything flammable or explosive? No, I have nothing. I have my clothes. That's it. Not even rum. Boy, it's been a hard day for you, Matt. It has been a long fucking day. This has been the longest day. It's been a really long day. Did it start when we went to the library? Yes. Like, even before that. Yeah. It's been an incredibly long day. You guys are all going to sleep well tonight. Is there anything in this crow's nest? Yes. There is a pile of silk rope. There is a torch. For signaling, actually, there'd be a lantern for signaling. So there's there, there's a lantern filled with oil, and sure, why not? There is a spyglass. Uh, I take the spyglass. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. I thought you might take that. Uh, I take that. I take the fucking spyglass. Fuck you, dude. Push you I will fight, fight you. It's my gold. Um, I don't even know what it is, but I know it's expensive. Yep. I spy a spyglass is worth a tremendous. Amount of gold. Well, I would also think that a spyglass would be quite useful to yeah, anyone who can teleport to what he sees. Visually, yeah, absolutely, it would be. Would I be smart enough to know that my power is through roll sight, intelligence and then see the spyglass and think this will extend my range? Roll intelligence. No. I take the spyglass to sell it later. Yeah. So you are rolling into the uh, Well, at this point then, while gathering these things, because I'm also going to rob the place. Um, So you're going to take the silk rope, the lantern filled with oil, and the spyglass. Yes, Yes, straight down all those things. And once he realizes that we've gotten on the ship, gotten away unscathed, and rob the place, he'll be even more angry. Um, this is a long game. <laughs> I've told you people a million times, you cannot just kill Baron LaFleur. I aim to ruin his life for the rest of it. I'm going to look and see if there's a way below the decks. From here, teleport in below the decks of the ship. Okay, so then I guess I teleport down to that staircase by myself. I turn to Torvik, though, before I do this, and say... Yeah. Though this is combat, and but it's, it's like, pretty loud, so yeah, yeah it's so got it's like, some no, cover. But high up, but that's what I'm saying. That, got they, some cover. that they're not going to hear it. Yeah, I say I'm going to go below decks and cause an explosion. You're going to do what? What the hell are you talking about? Stay here, 
Stay I'll here! We're up in the goddamn sky! What are you talking? I'll be right back. While this is happening, shoo, 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 like arrow arrowheads are piercing through the crowd. Oh, you want me to stay here? You. Yes. This is your idea of a good plan. Yeah. What? Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Where are no, you wait, gonna... no. I stand up on the crow's nest and I point down to bear on the floor and say, "I'm not done with you yet." <laughs> and I teleport. Who are you not done with? And you teleport down inside the staircase that is within range. You appear and? there. And now, now that I've used my move action as my bonus action, I dash down the stairs. Everyone seems to be still focusing on the crow's nest, except for two of the acolytes. That's fine. Who I can deal with them. are descending the stairs behind you. Down a stair, you turn, run down a stair, and you run into a large open room. Now I'm going to need you to tell me about Filled this. with barrels. It is a yeah, large open room. Place. Large open room all in front of you, filled with barrels with a door and a wall at the back of it, probably midship. But the room you're in is filled with barrels. And above you, you can now clearly see where there's a hatch that'll lift up from the deck. How big is this hatch? Uh, 10 feet by 10 feet. Middle of the deck. It's a pretty big hatch. Yeah, it's huge. It, it, it lifts up so it can like, lift cargo in and out. Yeah, yeah. that up there. I want to see. I know, right? You can just <laughs> open that shit. <laughs> and then I could get out. Right. Which is what. <sighs> okay, so. You can see through it to the crow's nest above you. No way! Yes, you yes! can. That's exactly what I want. I was yes, looking can. for a point where I could maneuver amongst these barrels, look anywhere out among of these barrels this deck yep. to just get out of it. You can't see the deck. No, 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 no. But you but can see the crow's nest. To get nest. out of this lower yep. deck. Absolutely. Yes. I'm getting to one of these barrels. Yep. I'm going to knock it over. Yep. Well, this is, I mean, you've. No, 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 I know, I'm not going to be able to do this. You realize, you, you right? Will, you will, you will, he will be able to run I've up to I've dashed a, down the stairs. If you want to run up to a barrel and push it. No, but this is next round because they're yeah, running behind you. Oh, so okay. next round, you will have time to run up to a barrel and knock it over. That is your move That's, and your action. That's it. All right. Let's do it. All right. Knock that shit over. I'm going to make a big-ass mess uh, Just thing. give me a strength check because they're large barrels. Nice. Uh, one. Is as in critical <laughs> fail. <laughs> the barrel crushes him. Bloop. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> we will swallow it. Yeah, I out. need a dexterity check from you, please. Nine. Okay, so you run down the stairs, you see the first barrel kind of in the middle of the floor, and you run into it, and you wham into it, and it doesn't quite tip over, and you're grasping on it as it collapses on top of you. You are now lying with the barrel pinning you to the ground, knocking the air from your lungs as two acolytes or whatever run down the stairs and are surrounding you and are reaching down to grab you because they have enough time to get there but not actually act. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down yeah. and I'm just, I'm going to try to do, I'm, I'm going to try to do channel what he taught me how to. Right. And try to just think of the like a, like a whale or a big animal and just just try to commune with it and say just ram everything every animal in the area just ram this ship just hit this ship as hard as you can. Roll okay. charisma and add your normal body and add your normal modifiers. So ten plus four is fourteen. Okay. So you are all around you as arrowheads are just appearing. But you sit down and you focus for a second and you reach out to the nearest creature that you've already formed a bond with. And you hear in the back of your head, What? Hit the ship with your head as hard as you can. And he rolled a one to resist that command. <laughs> so. Oh my god, it came back. You we just hear, got right the thing. You hear a roar. <laughs> 
imagine a huge shift of like water slamming against sides and you just kind of peek through a crack of the crow's nest and you see a dragon turtle who, as it turns out, wasn't that far ahead of you, who has turned right around and is heading towards the ship. Yeah, the ship that you're on. Let's just point that out. That dragon turtle will hit this ship in three rounds. People are actually, they've stopped firing because they realize it's not getting them, and three guys are climbing up with daggers clenched in their teeth, and they'll be right. in the crow's well, nest. Well, it's not their turn yet, they missed roads. Right. So yeah. they're going to try and grab you. You are right. pinned right. under a barrel, so all your rolls are at disadvantage. Right. So both of them are going to try and grab you. The first one gets a 17. The second one gets a 19. Both of those are my ACR. So they both have now grabbed you. And I want, and they're both going to work in conjunction to drag you out. So I want one strength roll against both of them, but you roll what a disadvantage. Well, technically, I don't want to get out from underneath this barrel. So you I want to let them I'm drag gonna, you out? Yeah, I don't want them, I don't want to fight them from helping me get out from underneath the barrel. All right, fair enough. Then they both grab one of your arms and they drag you from out from underneath the barrel. And they've got daggers in their other hands and they're both like on either side of you right here. <clears throat> okay, guards are just. I mean, if we, if we yeah, wanted. there's so three of them have put daggers into their teeth and are climbing up. By next round, they'll be over the lip of your little area. Is there a torch or anything around here? No, there wouldn't be torches. There'd only be lanterns, and there are two, and they're on the walls and they're not lit. So the illumination in the room is coming from above. Yeah, exactly. You have oil and flint on you, I and mean, you have a way to make a fire on you. So you can spark a fire whenever you want, and there are, from what you can understand three dozen barrels of this really corrosive material that apparently is explosive. Did the barrel open when he fell on? No, it No, it did not. Also, otherwise, he would have been in a lot of pain. Yeah. First and foremost, yes. we need to teleport up on top of... They've got knives near you, so you need to move faster than they do. So I need... Uh, let's just roll initiative again. How slow is this teleport? <laughs> no, we're, we're in initiative. It's his turn. You're right. I see what you're saying. But they've got knives at his throat, and I've allowed that to interrupt you're right. action uh, with well, Baron LaFleur. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're grabbed, and you got knives on you. you when the people be... grappling him, transport, teleport with him? Well, that's, that's the them. question. They may sense that you're doing something and act. And we you have a dragon have to... turtle that's coming And then now. that thing's going to destroy the ship, too. You <laughs> have to beat their dexes not to invoke an attack of opportunity. That's but, what you have to do. Okay, but if I do... They cut you as you leave. But I still leave. Yes. Okay. Whatever. Okay. As long as I'm on one of their shoulders. Need a 12 and a 13. <laughs> uh, so 18 and 14 to 17. Even with disadvantage. So you go to vantage, they all see it, and they lunge for your face and neck, basically, with daggers and kind of clink in the middle as you just vanish from their hands and appear on top of one of their shoulders. Uh, my, I'm attempting to get on top of one of these barrels, so I'm gonna have to wait oh, for my next turn. You, right? Wait, did you, uh, do you wanna be on top of the barrels or on top of one no, of them? No, 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 I had to get on top of him to get out of their thing. No, but now you I'm gonna can, get from just, them no, to get on top of the barrel. No, you can pop from where you are onto a barrel, Anywhere easily. Oh, I thought I had to like break the grapple before I could start moving Just to not it. be cut. They could have cut you as you went to that barrel, but oh, you could still move. Oh, then I don't get on him. I get on one of the barrels. Okay, you that's where I was headed. And you are now on top of a barrel, let's say, 20 feet away. Okay, um, I need to get inside of this barrel or open yes. it. Yes. The original thought was to push one over, but that works terribly. It did not work well. Perhaps I can... 
you've teleported away things before. You've already grabbed a piece of something and teleported it out of something. You theorize you could. I did that? You the did rope. it with the uh, dragon turtle. You teleported the bolt out of his neck. Oh, yeah. So you could theorize that you could just the touch temple. the cork and pop it away if you wanted to on the next round. I'm going to try then, that. Okay, so, but that'll give them a round to act. That's fine. So I don't care about them. So what's your action then, this round? Oh, okay. Um, nothing then. Okay, first. so you're just like, ah, ah, come for me. That kind of thing? Like Dick Cheney? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go duck hunting. Where is the turtle, by the way? Is it, has it crested so, water or is it under the it water? It is definitely like, like the head has come up. And it's now two rounds away. And no one knows the that there's a turtle. It's kind of hard to tell from where you are, but no one's like shouting, big dragon turtle coming towards us. Or look out, or... But I've had a chance to roll the perception. What the hell is that? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. But they might be in a second. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna poke my head up, and I'm going to see that no one... <laughs> Fuck you too, assholes! <laughs> so I, I sit back down at that point and go, shit! No, you it. also see that they're coming up over the lip on this next round. So it's gonna say so next round they'll be up. No, like when I, like their next action, they'll be climbing over the edge of this. They're right there. Can I hit them? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could hold an action, wait for them to get a little closer, because they're gonna climb and be over. So okay. You could hold yeah, an action I'll, and smack one. Yeah. Hold action. First person up is getting a, a hammer in the face. Perfect. Henry Leftel. It's gonna be, be like, commander. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get them. them. Get them. Well, you're only 20 feet away, so they're gonna advance and attack you. So, yeah. all right. That's so. Fine. Go the ahead. first one's going to switch. So they both kind of like run at you from either side, and they are no longer grabbing you. They're just going to straight up stab you. Whatever you say. First one rolls a natural one. And the second one rolls a six. So. Straight into the barrel. Opens and it up. then another, another a three. So they both come at you from either side, and you just kind of lean back without leaving the barrel. And they both go past you. One misses, and the other one stabs his other friend like straight in the chest. <laughs> Amateur hour. All right. Yeah, go on. Good thing you had these guys on your ship, Baron. <laughs> guards. Guards. Okay, the guards are, well, uh, one of them is coming up over the edge. Take a swing. Uh, 12, 14. Yeah, 14's going to hit him. Rolled, rolled, roll damage. <laughs> What's my... God, I haven't done a, a natural damage roll. In... I mean, they're not this wearing your, armor. Uh, Warhammer, right? Yeah, it's just a 1d8. That's it. Is it plus strength? Plus strength, correct. So five. Okay, so you don't get a full swing behind it, but you clock him pretty good and just wham! Right as he comes over the side, he just goes straight back and falls into the water. You see him. And two other guys come over the edge on either side of, of you and draw short swords. So now there are two guys on either, on either side of you with swords out. Okay, Doral. Now, you said there was a cork in the barrel. Yes, right beneath, yeah, there's a big old cork right, in it, right beneath. Can I not just yank this cork out of this barrel? You could also touch it and teleport it away. I know, but I can't just... Yeah, sure, you could absolutely do that. Roll strength. Ah, uh, okay, so <laughs> that's, that was the question. It's a big cork in a big barrel. It's not just yanking. Um, okay, well then, while this guy's in disarray to stabbing his only person helping him do this, um, I'm gonna try and... Teleport the cork out. Okay. Two fingers on the cork. And you're like, I want the cork to be over there. And you will it to be over there, but last time you teleported, you, you teleported with it. This time you're just trying to teleport it. Yeah. I need a will save. <laughs> I need a wisdom save. Is that awesome buzzer sound? Two. Okay. So 
you go to teleport the cork away and you're really trying to focus and you're like, I just want this to be away. I want it to be different than what I was before. I don't want to go with it. This has to be there. And the whole barrel vanishes from beneath you and appears there, but not without its liquid inside. So the liquid splashes out, hits their legs. You hear a sizzling and a crackling as they fall to the ground screaming. And you're about to land in a giant puddle of basically acid. So I need a dexterity save. Can I also go over the fact that I didn't realize this was like corrosive? <laughs> you should have listened to him then. I told you it was. He said it was metal stripper. What do you think that <laughs> is? Some of that stuff you you have to sit in for like two hours it's, before it starts eating away at your fucking skin. It's still corrosive. It's God's fault. <laughs> I know, Jesus Christ! It's gonna burn a hole through the ship if it sets those people on he fire. He told you it was highly corrosive and highly hey, explosive. Listen, he told you both hey, things. If it gets the job done, I don't if really you don't care see the fucker now, we got one more turn and it's gonna sink. So, All right. What am I doing, Dax? Dax. Fourteen. All right. So you managed to like land on like a raised beam and like oh oh, oh and kind of dance your way just outside of the ass puddle while the while the, while the guys Fantastic. are screaming and, and then rolling on the they ground. They're also just. Dealt with now. Pretty much, yes. Fantastic! This is going fantastically! First guy I see, just taking a swing. Alright, so there are two guys, with, like, left or right. Which one do you want? I'll take the left guy. Okay. It doesn't really matter. I miss him. Eight. Ah, it's unfortunate. So you swing your hammer at the second That's a at the second roll. guy. Yeah, you rolled the wrong guy. Oh, oh, roll again. Snap. Good save. Oh, actually. Oh. No, can we save the Oh, did you roll a one? No, no. It was okay. A five. All right, so that doesn't really matter. So you just, like, like you are a little kind of pressured at this point, and you crack the first guy, you swing for the next, but he's kind of faster than you expected, and he ducks right underneath it, and you just slam your hammer into the edge of the crow's Uh, Henry. At this point, he's going to realize that. There's a giant Doro's not turtle. here. Or he could also. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> we keep four, but he but he does know that Doro's not here because he was focused on him. So he's like, "Get downstairs!" And he shouts at a bunch of his men to run downstairs. So six men break off and start running. So half of them. Okay, there's one more robed person that was. Yes, this. correct. I don't know if he's involved. Ah, in he does see the dragon turtle, and he's and he and he's like, "Look!" As people are running past him, he's like. Like it's that kind of thing. We doesn't quite get it out. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right, guards. Guards. Okay. Well, six of them ran downstairs. We add the dragon turtle to initiative. When he gets there. Yeah. Yeah, in one turn. Yeah. Okay. So six. So three of them are climbing the pole. Three of them are still on the ground. None of them see the dragon turtle. They're all just focused on their buddies climbing up. And there are two that are up there. They're both going to swing at you. Obviously. What else are they going to do? Bring it. A 10 is not going to hit you. No. Nope. Next guy, who's in front of you, rolls a 14. No, I'm at 18. Okay, yeah, so that's... you bring that shield around just in time, and wang, block the second guy as he goes to stab you. Okay, now Torvik is standing up at this point, as are both people in the crow's nest, so you can see all of them. Let's set this on fire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you're going to spark and then teleport? Yeah. All right. To I the want, crow's nest. I want two dexterity rolls, one to spark and then one to teleport. Okay. Mm-hmm. 21 for the first. Okay. That oh fire. my god, again, 21 for the second. Boom, big, huge line of sparks, and you see these gorgeous little glowing embers spread out from you in a rainbow. And the crew starts coming down the stairs. As the crew and they is stop. running down the and stairs. And I make eye contact, 
and the biggest shit-eating grin spreads across my little head. Okay. You vanish from where you are, appear directly on top of Doro's, I'm sorry, on top of Torvik's shoulders in the dwarfling position as you hear a whoop and a shudder and a fireball start to build underneath you. Yeah, okay, so Henry... Oh, you're so lucky you rolled that 18. So Henry gets a 20 with a 18 plus 2, sees the fireball coming out, hears the whomp, and runs and dives off the ship. Not really much of a point, but robes and they're burning in death. The ones downstairs are going to burn. The guy upstairs turns... Just in time to see the fireball growing, but he's going to burn too. Who's next? Okay, guards. And they're all split up. There are two up top. There are two that are climbing up. One's downstairs, downstairs. burn. Uh, the ones on the deck burn. Uh, the two in the mast actually rolled really high. So they see the fireball and they just dive off either side towards the water down around you. <laughs> yep. All right. Doro! And now we teleport off the ship. Fourteen. That's good enough. So you're only 20 feet away. So you guys disappear from where you are as the fireball engulfs the ship and all the other barrels go off like a goddamn bomb, sending a shockwave all throughout this whole oh no, this whole canal area and rattling even the very Aeneian stone around it. You guys appear on the shore, and I need a constitution saves right away as you're struck by the shockwave. Hmm. Oh, shit. Three. Seven. Oh. Okay, I want you to take seven damage, and you take eight damage. You are both knocked unconscious. And we are back to you guys in the park. So just recently, Phryne and your new lovely wife have sent out guards all around you, including Brannock to keep a perimeter while you were talking with Zion and Kara. Yeah, but we talked with them very briefly yes. and decided to go back to the palace to yes. you know, talk you further also, and rest. Right, so, you, so let's say that while this is happening, you guys have been heading back towards the palace and with your armed guards around you. You have gotten to the gates when there's no need to roll. You all hear a massive explosion to a huge flash of light coming from towards the, the harbor and then hear an echoing like Rumble after. More can go wrong. Is somebody attacking us? Is Brannock with an earshot? Brannock's right around you, yeah. Brannock! Hey! Those are the idiots. We'll go get them. Come get on, them. guys! And he takes about a, about a dozen of the men and rides off. Uh, and there are more men coming. There are advisors rushing towards you. You know, paper, document, oh, the queen! And then, like, you know, so you're all like, moved, like being kind of ushered towards her meeting at Chambers, where she would have her small council, I suppose. Right. Well, technically, I'm still uh, You guys are being ushered along. No, no, no. I mean, you're with the queen. You're being right. ushered along with her. There's no questions by these guards. They don't care who's being investigated. They don't care what's happening. The queen said they're with them. They're with them. Okay. Well, I move quietly and follow whatever I'm told to do. Zion does exactly... I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Para does exactly the same thing. Yeah. 
Um, uh, but there's also Caitlin with us as well. She was yeah, absolutely. Kate, I, she's she's I know, she was like passed out. What was the deal with her? Like, well, she is really incredibly weak. She is being carried by a guard right now. She kind of has her arms around him, but just looks blank and okay. gone. But she's been quiet and docile the entire time. Mm-hmm. You guys are all walked into a large council room. There's a huge table and many many chairs around it. Doors immediately slam behind you. Guards take uh, positions around, and you are immediately left with a couple council members. Two you don't really know. Uh, two of them look kind of out of place. One of them you do know, though. It's the same woman from the boat. The woman was of was very little use to you before. Oh, yeah. But her whole demeanor seems to have shifted completely. And she is very focused on you right now. And she's like, ma'am, ma'am, there are topics we need to discuss. Let's deal with... Um the injured one first. Excellent. And and then there are instantly people coming in around her, and then she completely ig- ignores them. She's like, ma'am, a Kadarian fleet is on its way. Oh, it's Iceland. It is indeed Iceland. That is Ani, <laughs> where we are, or I Iceland. Didn't, I didn't realize Ani until you saw it. was on Iceland. Yep. I mean, the peninsulas aren't quite big enough, but yep. that's basically Iceland. Basically Iceland. Um... There is an Andean, there, there, is, there is a Kadarian fleet that has been spotted heading towards us, ma'am. As you're doing that, she's handing documents to the other queen. Ma'am, these are all the documents you requested. Because she requested whatever information they have on all of the God King's items. And that is what has been brought to her in these three scrolls here. The Helm of Might. A platinum helm with golden wings bestows flight upon the God King, as well as divine vision and hearing. The helm is bonded to Jacob and springs forth from a platinum necklace, unfolding to many times its original size as it forms around his head on command. The Shield of Unity A shield of ivory adorned with swirling copper and gold bands along the edges. The shield of unity was a gift from Zavon's divine allies, Sito, Death, and Etos. The shield is indestructible and can be summoned by the God King upon command. The Sword of the Five Kingdoms a broadsword forged in the second age by Rappel, the god of magnetism. The Sword of the Five Kingdoms provides King Cladivo with divine strength and agility. It is said to be sharper than any blade and stronger than any steel. Sephor helped forge this blade and his cresting sun emblem rests just above the hilt. The Breastplate of Honor A platinum breastplate bearing Ani's old crest that is said to be handed down from her first king. It is believed to make the wearer immortal, ceasing their aging and making them immune to all harm and disease. The Crown of Divinity. Bands of platinum embedded with three dozen pale emeralds and rose diamonds ring a cap of green velvet to form the Crown of Divinity. It is said to make the God King immune to all forms of magical influences. Amulet of the First Kings. An amulet of bright gold bearing the blocky lion's head crest of the first human city of Bessa. It is said to give the God King great wisdom and fearless courage, as well as the ability to bestow this divine will upon his followers. The Gauntlets of Valhenna. A pair of dwarven steel gauntlets with golden forearm plates that are emblazoned with the lions of Bessa. They provide the God King with divine strength and endurance. Ring of the Old World. 
a ring forged from human hands of a long-lost civilization. Zavon once spoke of the ring's connection to the astral realm, but nothing else is known of it. Ring of the Sun Elves a golden disc carved with ancient elven texts folded over a gold band, this ring was once said to be forged by the desert-dwelling sand elves before the breaking, and carries with it the last magics of their once great people. Okay, I mean, I would, so I do think that I would not be reading any of these aloud, like they're fine, I'm fine with being here. Um, but I'm going to want to take in the information first. Fair enough. Um, and also go tradesies with my bride. Mm -hmm. um, so... Which she is happy to, to do. She lays out a wide map with a wine stain in the lower left, signifying this as a royal document. It shows Ani near the center with several red dots around it, four of which block the main harbor and are labeled the Anean Ironwood Fleet. Another five form a loose border to the northwest and are labeled the Watch Perimeter. Written next to Ani are the following words, Anian Military, 250 Royal Guards, 1,000 City Guards, 10,000 Reservists. In the lower right-hand corner are a series of nine dots that are labeled the Royal Navy of Brennus. It looks like they are 13 days out from Ani. In the upper left, 26 blue dots make up the Kadarian Navy, and they are 11 days from Ani. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. We are playing again tomorrow, and we're able to play last week as well, so we should have enough content going forward to carry us through the end of Season 1. I want to thank you all again for helping us out on our first mailbag episode, and for all of you who have supported us through Patreon and through the t-shirts on our website. We truly appreciate it. If you want to support us as well, you can do so at godsfall.com, where we have tons of maps and player handouts like the Royal Fleet layout you just heard us describe. And we'll be back next week for episode 20 cards on the table. We'll see you then.